0: You're listening to the Holy Bible One-Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show!
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 282. We're continuing in the book of Jeremiah. We're going to hear a lot from Jeremiah this time. In fact, he makes complaint number five and then complaint number six. Sometimes it seems like he's trying to protect the people of Judah and Jerusalem. But so far, God's told them there is no hope for them. It's going to happen. day is coming. Babylon is coming to capture them all. So the complaints are more about him. Like, why should he get caught up in all the mess? We also see Jeremiah being attacked personally, where he's chained and beaten. And then Jeremiah prays again to God So you'll have to see how the Lord responds to Jeremiah after this abuse. And in the New Testament, we are beginning the book of 1 Thessalonians. I'll be giving a more detailed introduction later in this episode. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash story master. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry and you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Jeremiah 18, the potter and the clay. This is the message that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house. I will give you my message there. So I went down to the potter's house. I saw him working with clay on a potter's wheel. He was shaping the clay into a pot, but something went wrong with this pot, so he used the same clay to make another pot. With his hands, he shaped the pot the way he wanted it to be. Then this message from the Lord came to me.
0: People of Israel, you know that I can do the same thing with you. You are like the clay in the potter's hands, and I am the potter." This message is from the Lord. There may be times when I will announce my plans to completely destroy a nation or a kingdom. I may say that I'm going to pull it up by its roots, but if the people of that nation change their hearts and lives and stop doing evil things, I will change my mind. I will not bring on them the disaster I planned. There may be other times when I will announce my plans to build up a nation or a kingdom and make it strong. But if I see that nation doing evil things and refusing to obey me, I will change my mind about the good I had planned to do for them. So Jeremiah, say to the people of Judah and those who live in Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says. I am preparing troubles for you and making plans against you. So stop doing the evil things you are doing. Every person must change and start doing good. But the people of Judah will answer.
1: We don't care what you say. We will continue to live as we like. We would rather be stubborn and do the evil things we want to do. Listen to what the Lord says. Ask the other nations this question. Have you ever heard
0: of anything so bad? israel a nation as dear to me as a young daughter has done this terrible thing this is wrong it is like seeing lebanon's mountains without any snow it is like seeing the streams that flow from there run out of water this never happens but my people have forgotten me they burn offerings to worthless idols they have left the right way that their ancestors followed and they stumbled on the path they have chosen. Instead of staying on the good road I showed them, they prefer to walk on bumpy paths, so their land will become a horrible sight, a place for people from now on to pity. All who pass by there will be shocked by what has happened. They will just shake their heads at what they see. Like a strong east wind, I will scatter my people. I will use their their enemies enemies to scatter scatter them like like dust. dust.
1: When disaster disaster comes upon them, they will will see me leaving, leaving, not not coming to help. The people plan evil, and Jeremiah prays. Then the enemies of Jeremiah said, Come, let us make plans against uh,
0: Jeremiah. Uh, We will always have a priest to tell us what the law says we will still have wise men to advise us and prophets to tell us a message from god so who needs jeremiah let's tell lies to ruin him no, let's stop listening to what he says
1: lord listen to me listen to what my enemies are saying i have done only good to them it is not right for them to pay me back with evil but they are preparing a death trap for me remember that i begged you to help them i asked only good for them i tried to keep you from punishing them in anger so now make their children starve to death let their enemies kill them with swords let their wives lose their children and husbands let their men die from the disease and let their young men be killed in battle they dug a pit for me to fall into they had traps for me to step in so let them cry out in their houses when you suddenly bring an enemy against them lord you know about their plans to kill me so don't forget their crimes or erase their sins make them fall down in defeat Punish them in your anger. Jeremiah chapter 19, the broken jar. This is what the Lord said to me. Jeremiah, go and buy a clay
0: jar for a potter. Take some of the leaders of the people and some of the leading priests with you. Go out to the valley of Ben-Hanam, near the front of the postured gate. Tell everyone there the message I give you. Say to them,
1: Kings of Judah and people of Jerusalem, listen to the message from the Lord. This is what the Lord all powerful, the God of Israel says. I
0: will soon make a terrible thing happen to this place. Everyone who hears about it will be amazed and full of fear. I will do these things because the people of Judah have turned away from me. They have polluted this place by offering sacrifices to foreign gods. They know nothing about these gods, and none of their ancestors or any of the kings of Judah know anything about them. They have filled this place with the blood of innocent children. They have built altars to honor the god Baal. And they used them to burn their sons and the fire as sacrifices. I never commanded them to do such a terrible thing. I never had such a thought. Now people call this place Topheth and the Valley of Hinnom. But I give you this warning.
1: This message is from the Lord.
0: The days are coming when people will call this place the Valley of Slaughter. At this place, I will ruin the plans of the people of Judah and Jerusalem. The enemy will chase them, and I will let the people of Judah be killed with swords. I will make their dead bodies food for the birds and wild animals. I will completely destroy this city. People will whistle and shake their heads when they pass by Jerusalem. They will be shocked when they see how the city was destroyed. The enemy will bring its army around the city. That army will not let people go out to get food, so the people in the city will begin to starve. They will become so hungry, that they will eat the bodies of their own sons and daughters, and then they will begin to eat each other. Jeremiah, tell this to the people, and while they are watching, break the jar. Then say to them,
1: The Lord All-Powerful says, I will break the nation of Judah and the city of Jerusalem, just like someone breaking a clay jar. And like a broken jar, the nation of Judah cannot be put back together again. People will be buried here in Topheth until it is filled with dead bodies. I will do the same
0: thing to the city of Jerusalem
1: and its people. The whole city will be polluted with dead bodies like Topheth. This message is from the Lord. The houses in Jerusalem, including the palaces of the kings of Judah, will be polluted like Topheth. This will happen because the people worshiped false gods on the roofs of their houses. They worshiped the stars and burned sacrifices to honor them. They gave drink offerings to false gods. Then Jeremiah left Topheth where the Lord had told him to speak. Jeremiah went to the Lord's temple and stood in the courtyard. Jeremiah said to all the people, This is what the Lord All-Powerful, the God of Israel, says.
0: I said I would bring many disasters to Jerusalem and the villages around it. I will soon make this happen because the people are very stubborn. They refuse to listen and obey
1: me. Jeremiah chapter 20 Jeremiah and Pashur Pashur, son of Immer, was a priest and the highest officer in the temple of the Lord. When he heard Jeremiah say those things in the temple courtyard, he had Jeremiah the prophet beaten, and he had his hands and feet locked between large blocks of wood. This was at the upper gate of Benjamin of the Lord's temple. The next day, Peshur released Jeremiah from the blocks. Then Jeremiah said to him, The Lord's name for you is not Peshur. No, his name for you is terror all around. That is your name because of what the Lord says. I will soon make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends. You will watch enemies killing your friends with swords. I will put all the people of Judah under the control of the king of Babylon. He will take some of them away to Babylon and his army will kill others with their swords. I will give all the wealth of this city to your enemies. Everything its people have worked for, everything valuable, and all the treasure of the kings of Judah the enemy will raid the city take everything and carry it to babylon and you pashur and all the people living in your house will be taken away you will be forced to go and live in the country of babylon you will die in babylon you will be buried in that foreign country you told lies to your friends you said these things would not happen but now all your friends will also die and be buried in babylon jeremiah's fifth complaint lord you tricked me and i certainly was fooled you are stronger than i am so you won i have become a joke people laugh at me and make fun of me all day long every time i speak i shout i am always shouting about violence and destruction I tell the people about the message that I received from the Lord, but they only insult me and make fun of me. Sometimes I say to myself, I will forget about him. I will not speak anymore in his name. But when I say that, his message is like a fire burning inside me. It feels like it is burning deep in my bones. I get tired of trying to hold his message inside and finally, I'm not able to hold it in. I hear people whispering against me everywhere. I hear things that frighten me. Even my friends are speaking against me. People are just waiting for me to make a mistake. They're saying, Let
0: us lie and say that he did something bad. Maybe we can trick Jeremiah. Then we will grab him and take our revenge on him.
1: But the Lord is with me. He is like a strong soldier. So those who are chasing me will fall. They will not defeat me. They will fail. They will be disappointed. They will be ashamed. And they will never forget that shame. Lord, all powerful, you test good people. You look deeply into a person's mind. I told you my arguments against these people, so let me see you give them the punishment they deserve. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord. He saves the lives of the poor. He saves them from the wicked. Jeremiah's sixth complaint. Curse the day that I was born. Don't bless the day my mother gave birth to me. Curse the man who told my father the news that I was born. It's a boy, he said. You have a son. He made my father very happy when he told him the news. Let that man be like the cities the Lord destroyed. He had no pity on them. Let him hear shouts of war in the morning. Let him hear battle cries at noon time. Because he did not kill me while I was in my mother's womb. If he had killed me then, my mother would have been my grave and I would not have been born. Why did I have to come out of her body? All I have seen is trouble and sorrow and my life will end in shame. First Thessalonians, an introduction. The book of 1st Thessalonians may have been the earliest letter in the New Testament. It was written about 51 AD, a few months after Paul had visited Thessalonica. The letter describes much of what happened during that first visit. It shows the way Paul started a new church in this non-Jewish city. Soon after leaving Thessalonica, Paul sent Timothy back to find out how the believers there were doing. Were they able to put up with the persecution they were facing? because of their new faith, or had they given up and returned to their old ways of living? Paul felt encouraged when Timothy brought back a good report about them, The Thessalonian believers were still faithful and showing their love for the Lord. They had good memories of Paul's time with them, and were eager to see him again. Paul then sent them this letter to strengthen their faith with more encouraging words. Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica in a way they could understand. He did not introduce a lot of new ideas for them to learn. Instead, he reminded them of what they already knew. They already had a relationship with God. They already knew Paul's teachings. They also had examples of godly people they could follow. Like a wise counselor, Paul gave them plain, direct advice that was easy to remember. It would help them do the things that they had already learned. About half the letter recalls Paul's first visit to Thessalonica, It describes what had happened as a result of his time there. Paul thanks God for the faith, love, and hope of the Thessalonian believers. He remembers that many of them had turned to God and away from idols. He says they had become an example for believers in other cities throughout Greece, and he reminds them of the example he had been for them, an example of courage, hard work, and patient teaching. The rest of the letter encourages the believers to live the kind of life that God wants. Paul reminds them to be different from non-believers. To do this, they would need to avoid sexual sin. They should always show love to each other, and they should work hard and be good examples to their community. Paul also answers questions about the return of the Lord Jesus. He then tells the Thessalonian church to be a family that encourages, corrects, and supports each other. For this, they should let the Holy Spirit be their guide. In the book of First Thessalonians, Paul in the beginning thanks God for the believers and reminds them of his own example. Then he encourages them to be devoted to God, to love each other, and to work hard. And he gives further instruction about the return of the Lord Jesus. And finally, he ends with a call to encourage and support each other. 1 Thessalonians chapter one. Greetings from Paul, Silas, and Timothy to the church in Thessalonica that belongs to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be yours. The life and faith of the Thessalonians. We always thank God for all of you and remember you in our prayers. Every time we pray to God our Father, We remember all that you have done because of your faith. We remember the work you have done out of love, and remember how faithful you have been because of your hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, God loves you. We know that he has chosen you to be his people. When we brought the good news to you, we came with more than words. We brought the good news with power, with the Holy Spirit and with the sure knowledge that it was true. And you know what good examples we were for you while we were there. And you followed our example and the example of the Lord. You suffered much, but still you accepted the teaching with joy. The Holy Spirit gave you that joy. The result is that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's teaching has spread from you throughout Greece and beyond. In fact, your faith in God has become known everywhere, so we never have to tell anyone about it. People everywhere are already telling the story about the good way you accepted us when we were there with you. They tell about how you stopped worshiping idols and changed to serve the living and true God. You began waiting for God's Son to come from heaven, the Son God raised from death. He is Jesus who saves us from God's angry judgment. That is coming. 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 1 through 16. Paul's work in Thessalonica. Brothers and sisters, you know that our visit to you was not a failure. But before we came to you, people in Philippi had abused us with insults and made us suffer. You know all about that. And then, when we came to you, Many people there caused us trouble. We told you God's good news, but only because he gave us the courage we needed. We had nothing to gain by asking you to believe the good news. We were not trying to trick or fool anyone. No, we did it because God is the one who gave us this work. And this was only after he tested us and saw that we could be trusted to do it. So when we speak, we are only trying to please God. Not anyone else. He is the one who could see what is in our hearts. You know that we never tried to influence you by saying nice things about you. We were not trying to get your money. We had no greed to hide from you. God knows that this is true. We were not looking for praise from people, not from you or anyone else. When we were with you as apostles of Christ, we could have used our authority to make you help us. But we were very gentle with you. We were like a mother caring for her little children. It was our deep love for you that made us happy to share God's good news with you. But not only that, we were also happy to share even our own lives with you. That's how much we had come to love you. My brothers and sisters, I know that you remember how hard we worked. We worked night and day to support ourselves so that we would not be a burden to anyone. We did the work of telling you God's good news. When we were there with you, believers, we were pure, honest, and without fault in the way we lived. You know just as God does that this is true. You know that we treated each one of you the way a father treats his own children. We encouraged you. We comforted you. And we told you to live good lives for God. He calls you to be part of his glorious kingdom. Also, we always thank God because of the way you accepted his message. You heard it and accepted it as God's message, not our own. And it really is God's message. And it works in you who believe. Brothers and sisters, you are just like God's churches in Judea that belong to Christ Jesus. I mean that you are mistreated by your own people just as those believers were mistreated by other Jews. It was also Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets, and they drove us away from you. They are not pleasing to God, and they are against everyone else. I say this because they are trying to stop us from telling those who are not Jews how they can be saved. But those Jews are just adding more and more sins To the ones they already have. Now the time has come for them to suffer God's anger. Psalm 119 verses 1 through 8. Aleph. Great blessings belong to those whose lives are without fault. They follow the Lord's teachings. Great blessings belong to those who follow his rules. They seek him with all their heart. They don't do wrong and they follow his ways lord you gave us your instructions and told us to obey every one of them now oh, i wish i could be more faithful in obeying your laws then i would never feel ashamed when i look closely at your commands the more i understand how fair your laws are the more sincerely i will praise you i will obey your laws so please DON'T LEAVE ME! Thank you everyone, that was day 282. Join us for day 283, continuing in the book of Jeremiah. And what seems like a fruitless endeavor, King Zedekiah sends his priests over to Jeremiah to see what they can do about this impending doom. That's King Nebuchadnezzar from Babylon coming down with his army to destroy everything. And King Zedekiah hopes Jeremiah can pray and get this thing all turned around. But God says it's basically too late for them and it's going to happen, so be ready. And in the New Testament, we will continue in the book of 1 Thessalonians. Paul reminds them to be rock solid in the face of persecution. Paul expresses his love for them and that he can't wait to see them again. And he asks them to make sure their records are spotless for that day when Jesus returns. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year.
0: Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.